Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. All Rise in Court is a well-known jargon in the legal fraternity, a daily dose of music to the law giants, and today we'll be exploring the rise of a seasoned law practitioner that was developed and nurtured by his alma mater, the University of the Free State. Today he comes back home to the UFS with a beautiful wife and two amazing children. The University of the Free State is a diverse institution that produces multifaceted individuals in various fields and today's guest has mastered his own in the legal world. He began his legal career at Claude Reed Attorneys as a candidate attorney and within a year after being admitted as an attorney was promoted to executive director of the firm. His core focus is on commercial contract drafting and provides legal advisory to specific areas of company law. He also practices and represents clients around the country in Magistrate Court, High Court, and the Supreme Court of Appeal. A few of his client base is from security companies, real estate companies, private schools, and one of the top five legal firms in the country. Due to the nature of his corporate clients, he focuses on tailor-made legal advisory and adopts a risk preemptive approach. In order for his clients to be constantly protected against the ever-changing legal landscape, as a true servant to his people, his advocacy knows no bounds as he is passionate about mediation, as he believes mediation restores and maintains the dignity of parties in dispute, and his approach is to attempt to reconcile and resolve a dispute in peace between the parties. The court processes being the last measure and this was noticed by the Free State Legal Practice Council which saw his appointment in the council's mediation committee. As one of the executives of the firm, Mr. Tani also has a well-grounded experience in leadership, business management, business systems and accounting principles. As we might view lawyers as hardcore and brutal, he describes himself as a calm and reserved individual always at the bargaining table to ensure the utmost confidence and victory for his clients and employees. A leader in his own right and fellow of C today, we have the privilege and honor to explore the world of law with this giant, the brilliant Mr. Tami Kaba. Mr. Kaba, thank you for joining us today. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Um, one doesn't think that one day you'll be on this platform. So thank you so much and to the listeners as well. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to have a fellow Gopsi alumni with us. Can you just unpack your, your career, but firstly your journey and the University of the Free State and how you went to where you are right now? Um, I would like to describe my journey as being unique. Um, you know, you arrive at the university, you're doing your first year, you're overwhelmed, you don't know where to go, what to do. Uh, but ultimately you get the hang of things and over time you get to understand what you want to do and where you want to see yourself. So my journey is quite interesting in the sense that um, it took me it took me about 12, 13 years actually to actually graduate uh, because now in between I had to do my articles while I was studying. Um, in between I also had to take a break from studies due to finances in between, I also um, changed universities as well. So it was quite a long journey. Yeah. But at the end of it all, because, you know, one knew what I, I knew what I wanted. And I just kept on studying the course and, you know, absorbing the challenges that came up until we are where we are today. So, so what kept on pushing you in between the 12 years? 
because now I'm sure when you started, you didn't think it's going to take this long. So what kept on, what kept you motivated in the 12 years while you were studying, pushing for this law degree? I think the most important thing is, you know, you can, you can say you study hard. You can say you, you push hard or you are diligent in your studies, but sometimes there are times when you need more than that. And I think as a student, I, I was privileged enough to, to learn and master being um, persistent and persevering because you can be determined, but sometimes, you know, determination is not enough. Uh, but if you persevere, you end up learning the master of knowing whether it rains, whether it doesn't rain, whether the bursary is there, whether the parents can pay, whether there's a shortage with regards to what you need in terms of textbooks. But if you just persevere and you wake up with the concept of saying it's a new day, I'm still studying and I'm still a student, you take it as it comes and then ultimately um, the year's gone, then it's a new year, you take it day at a time, you persevere, the year's gone, and then at the end of the day you are done with your degree. So I think the, 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 what kept me going was uh, persevering, just persevering throughout the storms. So how does Mr. Kaba find himself at Claude Reed as attorneys? What happened was that I went to Harris Smith to go and um, do a, I think I spent about a year or two while I was studying online and studying, you know, sort of distance learning at the time. Then I came back to Bloemfontein in 2016 where I realized that, okay, fine, I'm, I'm, I'm nearer to completion of my studies. And because I'm nearer to completion, I want to be based in Bloemfontein. So I started to apply in order to finish my degree and also do my candidate attorney articles in Bloemfontein. Because one thing with um, studying law is that you can, it is allowed that you study and you do your articles at the same time. That is allowed. But um, I ended up in Claudrille through lodging an application of seeking to do my um, candidate attorney articles. And I was called in for an interview. I prepared for the interview. And uh, fortunately enough, I was hired, and, and that's how I got into Claude Reed. Um, there was a post that was available for doing candidate attorney articles, and I applied for it, and I was successful in the interview. And um, they must have loved you there, or you must have been great at what you do, because within a short space of time, you became an executive director. I think, I think the journey that I traveled um, taught you to, in itself, it, 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 it put you aside it sort of uh, made you a cut you know above the rest because now um you I, I learned quickly to be independent and i did not wait till i get a job and a house and a vehicle to start saying i'm independent i learned quickly to be independent and how to understand that when i'm here I, i'm an adult and i must take responsibility and whatever that i do has got consequences so i must be careful of what i do so that it does not disrupt my five years and my six years so by the time I did my interview at Claude Reed, I believe, and it's one of the things that, um, you know, my senior directors are telling me now that, you know, the moment I left, they already made up the decision to say, okay, we're done with the interviews. We're taking this guy. Because by that time, I was already doing more than what an average student would. You know, um, I, I, I make the initiative that I befriend my lecturers. I made it an initiative that I go around law firms and ask, okay, fine, but if you are an attorney, I'm a student, what is it that you did in order to be where you are? And they would tell me what they did. I would go to lecturers and say, okay, but I can see you're an admitted attorney, but yet you are a lecturer. 
So what, what, what caused the transition? What, how did that come about? And they would tell me. And when you do that, it gives you an overview and it sort of gives you a map on how to arrive um, quicker. Because once you are inside, you know that the guys that have already been there have told you what is it that you need to do. And you just apply that. And that sets you apart because when you are sitting in that interview, you don't answer questions like a student. You have a little bit of more information. And that's what you do. That's what I, I did when I was a student. I was not afraid to ask lecturers questions. I was not afraid to have a good relationship with lecturers and go to them and ask them questions. And, you know, that, that helped me a lot. As an executive of uh, Claude, Claude Reed, just walk me in your day-to-day activities. What, what do you do? Well, the first thing that I do in the morning, I would have a meeting with my, with my team, uh, with my staff members to um, get a breakdown of what is it that needs to be done what has been done in terms of um, instructions that I would have provided the previous day. And then after I do that, I check my emails. After I check my emails, then I would check my diary to see what appointments have been slotted in for me. Then I check that what needs to be done at court, it's done at court, and that my attorneys do what needs to be done at court, and our candidate attorney does what needs to be done at court. Then I focus on sourcing business and making sure that... um, our clients, um, be it our uh, key clients and all clients for that matter, are still satisfied with the service that we render, um, that, you know, reports that need to go out are given to clients, that clients are abreast with everything that's going on with their matters. And then I attend to certain things that need my attention, be it drafting a commercial contract uh, and the likes. And then in the afternoons, I just look at the finances uh, of the practice and I look at the numbers. So in a nutshell, that's what I would do. Um, on a daily basis. If you did not do law, what what else would you have gotten into? When you <laughs> arrived in your first year in the university, what else would you have done? That's an interesting question. Um, and I'll tell you why it's an interesting question. In grade five, um, already at grade five, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to become an attorney. At that time, I remember the words professional and attorney. I mean, we didn't know those words at that time. I mean, in grade five, you just knew that I want to be a lawyer. You know, and I'm going to be a lawyer one day. So at grade five already, I already wanted to be a lawyer and it never changed. So if there's someone now listening and would like to pursue a similar career, what would be the best way for them to prepare themselves? With what I've learned where I am now, I would actually say it's very simple. Um, Don't be in isolation and do not let, do not think of yourself as not being worthy to go to someone that is already there and ask a question. Because what I realized when I was a student and I was asking the people that are 10, 15 years ahead of me, they enjoy being asked, how did you get here? They enjoy giving that information. This is an easy question. What, what would you say is good about your job? What's good about my job is the freedom. Um, I can be innovative. I can implement what I need to implement at any time. I can make a decision and I can train everyone as and how I want to train them. Um, I can change whatever that I want to change because now, see, that's the good thing about the law profession. You, you are independent. Um, I don't have to wait for some, for, for a directive from maybe, uh, whatever institution to do what I need to do. I can decide tomorrow that, okay, I've got an interest in insurance law. I'm going to start a practice or a division of insurance law and I capacitate myself and then I do it. So the best thing about being an attorney. And I think students must know this. The reason you study so much modules is so that at the end of the day, you can have the freedom 
to work in whatever industry that you want to work in. That's why we do so much modules as students so that at the end of the day, you are well-versed with vast areas of the law and you are not restricted and you can go where your passion is. And when you go there, you change, you implement, you introduce new things as in how you want to. So that's the best part about my job and generally being about being an attorney. So now, what would you say is the hard part about your job? The hard part about the job, well, you know, the easiest way to answer that would be faced to say when you're faced with a difficult matter or a difficult case. But I wouldn't say that's the hardest part of the job because remember, you go through first year and you are trained all these modules, then you do your articles, then you write your board exams. So by the time a difficult matter comes before you, that can be the most difficult part of the job. You're trained to do that. You just need to give yourself time and do what you need to do. So I would say the difficult part of the job, and which is something that we are not trained to do as students, it's something that you come across when you arrive at the profession, is that you must learn the psychological aspects of separating the psychology in a client's problem and just being an attorney. You know, And I think that's why the common word of people say attorneys are cold. It's not really being cold, but you just master the, the, the separation between the two, that you help the client you sympathize with the client, but don't become emotionally now involved in a matter that a client would bring. So I would say that's the most difficult part because that you train yourself. No one comes and train you. Um, lecturers don't train us that. Um, institutions don't train that. That is what you train yourself because um, if you don't do that, then it becomes too much on you. So so I would say that, that was the most difficult thing because I had to train myself to separate the two. Oh, I know. Thank you, Mr. Kava. Now, on a lighter note, we just move into the second segment of our interview. It's just something light, you know, something easy. <laughs> yes. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Salty. Remote or on-site? On-site. Every morning I? I pray and then I, if I can, I go for a quick run. Now, my favorite word is? Jeepers. 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 Thank you, Mr. Tau. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I hope the students um, will find this encouraging and motivating. And like I said, um, where I am now, it was through the help of others. Um, I, 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 I'm not a standalone. Um, just as others helped me, um, I think my information is on our website. They are more than welcome to go on our website. Send me an email. It's um, www.claudry.co.za. My email address is there. Um, and they also can uh, look out for my profile LinkedIn because I'm very um, active on LinkedIn due to the work that I do. And they can drop me an, um, a message and I'll respond on it. And I, it's just timing Kaba. But the best way to get hold of me is to send me an email. Because now I always check my emails and I always respond to my emails. I won't miss it. Then I take it, we can take it from there. Take it from there. Yeah. No, thank you, Mr. Kaba. Thank you. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.